0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 1302. Today, a heartwarming tale, the tale of Chewie and the Porgs, or how Wookiees fatten up their dinners. Punch it, Chewie. I'm Amy Rackwith with Lattes with Leia, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And I asked someone from, I'm pretty sure it was Leland Chi, but this is a couple of years ago, I think, at this point, about the process of looking at stories like, say, the Lego stories, for example, or, you know, really young kids' stories and that sort of thing, and how that applies within the whole idea of the new canon, you know, right? Like that whole business. And Leland basically said that the process of them looking at stories is not very different from the process that they use to look at the adult stories as well. So by that idea. The story of Chewie and the Porgs is a rather interesting one. And if you're not familiar with the story, it came out the same day as The Last Jedi did. And it's a very young reader's book. It's a picture book, basically, from Disney Lucasfilm Press. And thank you very much to Disney Lucasfilm Press for sending me a copy. It's written by Kevin Shinick or Shinick. Sorry about that, Kevin. And illustrated by Fiona Shea. And Fiona... beautiful stuff that she's painted. And Kevin's story is funny as well. But here's the deal with the story. And I guess I should tell you that we are in full spoiler mode here. So if you haven't read Chewie and the Porks and you don't want it spoiled for you, then save this podcast for a later date. But if you're down with it, let's go. So Chewie and Ray and R2-D2 arrive on Act 2, and Ray goes off to find Luke. But Chewie and R2 are hanging out on the ship and they suddenly realize that there are intruders nearby and it's the Porgs being curious to see what's going on Chewie of course chases them off And there's a fun note in here about how the Porgs actually heard Ray call him Chewie and they thought that Chewie meant, oh, he might be her food. And isn't that great because it's getting to the point in the seasons where, like, they don't have a lot of food stored around. Which, of course, means that Porgs can apparently understand Galactic Basic to some degree. So that in itself is fascinating. But they soon find, of course, that Chewie is not edible, and Chewie is also super hungry as well. And this was actually noted in the last Jedi Visual Dictionary, too, about how Chewie is, you know, just (laughs) very hungry, even though Han jokes about how he thinks with his stomach that... Wookiees apparently have to consume anywhere between 3,500 and 6,000 calories a day, right? So that's huge. So Chewie is trying to dig up grubs, and they're not very tasty. And then there's a thing in the book about how he remembered the time the Ewoks devised a trap uh, to capture him and his friends. And so he tries to set up a trap, but he's only able to capture Porgs. And then he tries to go fishing, but unfortunately, that time of year, all the fish are gone and the Porgs are eating his grubs that he was going to use for bait anyway, so... Chewie is about to lose his mind, and the Porgs are, by this point, infiltrating the Millennium Falcon and tearing stuff up, and it's driving him crazy. The last straw basically comes when Chewy finds a package of blue puff cubes, which basically look like marshmallows, and so he goes out to roast marshmallows. He's got a little fire going. He's trying to roast the marshmallows, and the Porgs get into the marshmallows and eat those too, so the Porgs really kind of had it coming, basically, although The book does point out that Chewie notices the Millennium Falcon landed on a Porg's nest. One of the landing struts came down and crushed the nest. And there was a food supply in there that they had been storing for the winter. So... The poor porgs, you know, like it wasn't really their fault. They're hungry too. So Chewie gets an idea. He uses the ship's sensors to scan the island and he finds a watering hole where there are still fish there. And so he's able to fish a little bit and the porgs are able to eat a whole bunch of fish and they all head back to the campfire. Now, that campfire scene, they only show Chewie eating fish, but we know from The Last Jedi that that's not the only thing he's eating, and it's confirmed by The Last Jedi Visual Dictionary, too. One of the things in the subsection about Wookiee diet, and that's where it mentions the caloric intake situation it says uninterested in the decades old rations aboard the falcon chewy turns to local wildlife for sustenance and it has a picture of his improvised spit with a cooked porg on it and the little annotation points to the fact that there are no feet on this porg and it says though dry and crunchy porg legs are to wookiees the tastiest part of the roast bird now, of course, of course, the book Chewy and the Porgs does not include scenes of Chewie feasting on the little birds because that would sort of defeat the purpose of the lovely story in the book. And it is a sweet story. But I think we have to arrive at the conclusion that based on the fact that Chewie is actually leading the Porgs to a place where they can eat their fill, Chewie's basically trying to fatten them up for dinner. <laughs> I think that's what it comes down to. All right, that's going to do it for that. And I'm going to take a quick break, and then we're going to talk about the Solo A Star Wars Story trailer. Hang on just a moment. Of course you do. So please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you and the Star Wars 7 by 7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. All right, so I just have to say nope, <laughs> wrong as charged. So I thought we would have seen a solo trailer this week and who knows? The week's not over yet. I mean, this episode is releasing at 3 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday the 26th, so maybe we could get surprised and have one on Friday going into the weekend. But I had said that I thought it was going to be coming out on Thursday, which was yesterday, and it did not. However, however, there is a source who has been reporting that the Solo of Star Wars trailer, uh, stole... as <laughs> soul Wow. Wow. Let's try this again. There's a source who's been reporting that the Solo A Star Wars Story trailer has gone through IMAX digital remastering, which means that it is comparatively eminent. And now, I was unable to find out, apparently this person is somebody who was able to leak information about when The Last Jedi trailer was going to come out, and I haven't been able to find out what the time difference is between the leak and the actual debut of the trailer, but it seems like we could be within a two-week window, potentially, from... The, when the announcement was made, which was January 21st until, so then, what, January 28th, and then into the first week of February, so right after the Super Bowl. So, you know, Lucasfilm has never debuted a trailer during the Super Bowl. It would be rather surprising for them to do that. And it's also not happening on, an, uh, not on a Disney-owned station, right? The Super Bowl is happening on NBC this year. I mean, until they have the Super Bowl on ESPN, which is a Disney-owned station, Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. So if it is true that we're in a two-week window where it might appear, then I guess my money would be on it appearing before the Super Bowl and not after, and really not debuting during, but... (laughs) it's all a crapshoot right now. It's very interesting to see what they're going to do with the marketing campaign for Solo A Star Wars Story at this point. So I will keep you updated and if it turns out that we get a trailer, then we will have an episode for you breaking it down just as soon as humanly possible. And that, my friends, is going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you activate the carbon freezing chamber, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's most impressive, and it's destiny unleashed.